Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership yeah. here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show that has executed the penalty kill. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's. You got that one. Uh, the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you're listening to us on the podcast. It wasn't me this time. Which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for tuning into this calamity, supporting your uh, local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here. Thank God. (laughs) Sitting here in this chair. Because over there at the helm today, back from her court-mandated vacation, she is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's back in charge, back in the saddle. It's Ashley Quinn. Howdy. Hi, Ashley. You didn't, I gotta say, you didn't burn down the computer. I didn't burn down the computer. It was great. Now, we didn't do a show Monday. No. So, I only get partial credit. But I did play the recorded show Thursday. You did. That was the one I was most worried about, to be honest, because that is almost harder sometimes than running an actual show. And then I did, um, and then I had a a two live show. Thank you very much to Aaron Hardigan and Sarah Merrifield for filling in on on Friday and, and Tuesday. Uh, they were fun shows. You can go back and listen to them on the on the podcast feed. But welcome back, Thank Pickle. You. Um, now get back to work. Yeah, I'm here. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, there's one other person in the studio throwing crap. We everywhere. go live to the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Texas Football Today Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone to say hello to the namesake of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Texas Football Today Greg Powers <laughs> Memorial Power Zone. It's Greg Powers. What's up, y'all? Hey, man. Welcome Glad back. to be welcome here. Man. Good to see you. Just trying to think about what exactly will I get from Chicken Express for lunch today? Oh my God. What's it going to yeah. be? Yeah. I had Chicken Express over the weekend at a point when I needed Chicken Express, and it was very good. Sometimes there's some, there, there are moments, <laughs> there are moments that, in your life where you go, That Chicken you know Express I mean? might have kept me alive <laughs> at some point. Listen, Spicy tender, super good, though. Listen, are you alive right now? I am, and did it's you all have, thanks did to you Chicken, have chicken Express. Express. Then we cannot separate the correlation and the causation. <laughs> nope. We can't. Today is Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. 260 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1,123. 1,123, the number of plate appearances for Luis Alisea in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. On today's show, guys, big recruiting episode today. We're going to talk this week in recruiting. We're going to power the next level athlete. Then he talked with Major Everhart, the running back from Amarillo Tascosa. 
uh, going up to the Panhandle, talking a little bit of uh, of, of uh, one of the one of the more underrated running backs, I think, in the state. Ten four, one hundred meter speed last week in a ten track four. Meet. Ten four. Whoa! And in this first track meet, he beat Speedster Brennan Thompson uh, in the one hundred and the uh, definitely the one hundred. So serious. he's a prospect that people better start paying a lot of attention to. We will hear from Major Everhart coming up here at the back half of the program. Uh programming note. Um, we will have a show tomorrow, mm -hmm. and then I believe Friday, uh, I'll be out, mm -hmm. but uh, we will have Mailbag Friday with very special guest, Matt Stepp from the Great White North. He will join us. Yeah, we're going countrywide on this time. Like. We're going, we're going <laughs> How about continental. That? I was going to say, is this the first time we've had a show with a guest from another I don't know if we've ever called him when country? he's been in Canada. Yeah. That's an interesting question. We need to have anyway. We Tepper leaves and we, we get yeah. First international guest. We need to have more. That's my goal for 2021. We need to have more, more international, international guests. Okay. We'd have like some dude on. We need my big guest Thursday is coming Ireland. up, so maybe I can find some. Find someone in Ireland. I want to talk to an Irish person. No, okay. You what you needed? Who you need to talk to is an Australian punter. That's exactly. Yes. Right. We need to get somebody like what? What? It's like pro kick. There's there's like yeah. there's once there's one or two like. Organizations. I don't even know if I want to call them schools, right? But like that are that end up producing all these punters from from Australia that all sign because when I do the stuff for the magazine, I'm going through all the. I'm like, man, they always lead the, yeah. the uh, lead the world. I we'll guess we'll probably in, have punters. to record that one because time difference, obviously. But no, they could stay up till four in the morning. That's fine. <laughs> what time is it in Sydney? Right. Although this is that's a that's a bad question. Okay, <laughs> let's get to this. <laughs> I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week. And Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting. Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And of course, This Week in Recruiting is always brought to you by our good chicken friends. And here at comes chicken the bad Express. marketing line somewhere. Chicken Express. <laughs> it's chicken. They've got food <laughs> and it's good. So eat it, Chicken Express. <laughs> Good job. Hey, Powers. What's up? <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're I'm gonna doing... lose our sponsorship. No, I feel like people love the fake tagline. Do not... they though? Well, I mean, I'm just telling the truth that it's good food. <laughs> it well, here's I mean, if I were to go out Do there and like though? lie to people and be like, you know, it's the, really the, the easiest know. sell. Like, it is. This is like right. the sponsor that's the easiest sell. Everybody loves chicken. Right. Yeah, that's if, true. Like if, if somebody it, like if we had a sponsor for something that I didn't like or didn't know of. or didn't know if about people didn't right. really know if we about were it. like, yeah, if we were like, hey, we're doing something for like Korean cough syrup. I'd be yeah. like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it helps you, I guess. I don't know. I can't vouch for that, but I can vouch. I will personally vouch for Chicken Express. I I would never have experienced the deliciousness of a corn nugget if it wasn't there for Chicken go. Express. And one of the things I wouldn't have rated highly, like if I would have like thought, oh well, but they're delicious. Like how there you go. it's so good. Well, maybe that's what we're missing out on on Korean cough syrup. Yeah, we don't corn, know. Corn we nugget, don't know. Corn <laughs> nugget flavored cough syrup. Hey, Korean, oh God. Korean cough syrup. Uh, it's this week we got other segments you can sponsor. Uh, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete. Uh, a lot to get to in the recruiting world, uh, most of your powers. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise, we're going out east, way east. East, almost as east as you can go. Yeah. It's not the easternmost point. I looked that up once. It's not the easternmost point, but it's really close. There's part of the piney woods that ducks out yeah. towards Louisiana. 
We're going to Texarkana because in Texarkana, um, we that's where you will find 2022 defensive end Derek Brown, who is a guy. Now, Derek, uh, Texas High has a history of putting out outstanding defensive players, especially. They also put out a great quarterback a few years ago in Ryan Mallett. This guy is the next big thing. He topped 25 offers. Uh, he got uh, especially a very big in-state offer from Texas A&M. Uh, and, yeah, this guy is a stud that I think people are going to need to know their na his name right now. He's that uh, – it's Derek Brown, yeah. by the way. I think I said that. Did you? Yeah, Derek I Brown. Don't know. I don't know. Derek, Derek Brown. Brown. Yeah. Derek Brown. 6'4", 210-pound hybrid defensive end, outside linebacker. He's one of those guys who just flat out gets uh, downhill quickly. And just think about this. They had Clayton Smith very similar on one side and Derek Brown – on the other side, uh, is there any mystery as to why the Tigers went from seven and five to eleven and one in 2020? I'm going to have to go out on a limb and guess yeah. that that was a great one-two punch on defense that helped lead the charge there. Uh, those guys were really good. Uh, Clayton Smith signed with Oklahoma, so I have to say uh, the Sooners are an offer for Derek Brown as well. I'm, I'm sure that they're working very hard uh, to reunite that duo in Norman, but. Derek also has offers from a number of other schools, including now Texas A&M in-state and the Texas Longhorns, who are trying to uh, get their foot in the door with him as well. So you're talking about the trinity of major offers in this area that he has to consider from now, and he's going to have a tough choice. He wants to try to think about it for a while and play it out to where he can take some visits. It's really weird for some of these 2022 guys right mm -hmm. now they didn't get to go to any games. They, I mean, it's just, an, it's just an odd time for some of these top recruits who have to make their choice when they haven't had a chance to visit some of these schools. Right, and it's worth mentioning that it, it probably behooves him, and, and pro, I, you know, I'm not telling any 2022 recruit what to do, but I think there's a real argument that it behooves you to wait to commit because right now the dead period for recruiting, in-person recruiting, extends through May 31st. Is that correct? Yes, June 1st is the first day back if they don't extend if it again. If they don't extend it again. Yeah. So, at, I would say at the very least, there's some wisdom in waiting until June 1 to see if you're going to be able to get on campus and stuff like that. Because at that point, things may open up. You may be able to go and visit a place. Uh, you know, but But that's just another wrinkle for a lot of these guys that they just don't have – that on-campus experience, that on-campus ability to, to judge for themselves. I don't want to say they're flying blind because obviously there's a lot you can do with technology and, and coaches and I think programs have gotten a lot better at showcasing their program in unique ways that don't require being in person. But there is a, some value still in being being on, on, the, on the actual campus. We like to talk about recruiting ifs and what ifs and all that kind of stuff here, right? So I'm just throwing this out there. Very similar player to Clayton Smith. Mm -hmm. um, if they end up playing the same position, does that give him more of the mindset, should I possibly look into some other options, i.e. Texas or Texas A&M? And if I'm looking at Texas, do I have to wait? And, you know, if I'm seriously considering them, because he plays such a specialty niche position in that, you know, I would say it's like that jack role in a defense where he's going to spend a lot of time standing up and, and getting downhill. Does he wait to see what a school like Texas brings to the table on the defensive side of the ball? Is that a smart idea? It's you going, know? To, going to be very interesting to keep an eye on Derek Brown, the Texas high defensive end. Let's move on to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, we are going to talk about Jordan 
uh, Jordan Crook, Jordan Crook, the Duncanville linebacker, uh, has pulled the trigger. He is committed to Oklahoma State. Pretty nice get here for the Pokes, as Jordan Crook had offers from a lot of other places, including in-state places like Baylor and Texas Tech, out-of-state places like Michigan and USC. But Oklahoma State beats them all out for a guy that we have rated as a four-star at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Uh, Jordan Crook, maybe easy to get lost in the mix there at Duncanville because there's all, so many great players, but you should certainly have your eye on their, their outstanding linebacker. He's the number 45 prospect in the DCTF top 50, and he's a guy who I personally love. Like, you're not going to find very many prospects who pass the eyeball test more than Jordan Crook. This guy is well put together. Um, and off the field, he, he's really easy to talk to, kind of really understands, um, you know, how to communicate with not only – his teammates, but with adults who are, you know, have been up in his face for a while now trying to get interviews and stuff because he was one of these guys who emerged on the radar very, very early on after his freshman year because of the way he looks. Mm -hmm. You know, like if he goes to a camp, he's a head turner, mm -hmm. and that's a big deal. You know, so people started, you know, wanting to get interviews with him and put him on the radar early on. And, you know, I, I'm just surprised that he didn't have – even more offers, and I think he will be one of those guys who continues to collect major offers even though he's sitting on Oklahoma State's commitment list. Uh, Duncanville has produced a ton of top-tier uh, defensive players. That 2019 defense that we saw in the state championship game was one of the best uh, defenses that was ever put on a Texas high school football field, mm -hmm. and they didn't fall off in 2020, and in large part to the play of Jordan Crook there. And I think it's worth mentioning, and this is a this is a, a thing to to throw out there. So he is he is at Duncanville. Um, in 2019, he played at Bishop Dunn. In 2018, he played at Mansfield Lake Ridge. He's been on the move, and I think people are going to look at that and be like, "Ah, oh, man, that's that's a little sketchy. What's going on there?" I look at it from another perspective. I look at it as a perspective of he's played in three different schemes in three different years and has found a way to make an impact in all three of those places. That seems like a plus to me, especially in a time where you can't necessarily count on having the same defensive coordinator for your entire career in college. I agree, and I'm not going to pull any punches here with this one. Reginald Samples at Duncanville, if you can't play, is not going to put you on the right. field. He right. doesn't care where you played before. Yeah. He doesn't he, have yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> He got on the field and he made an impact because of his talent and mm -hmm. the fact that he fit in with the team socially and academically or he would not have played for Duncanville. I mean, that's just – there's there's no other way to say it. We're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers and Next Level Athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Let's go to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week, staying in the DFW Metroplex, going to Arlington. 2023 Arlington Martin uh, cornerback Javian Toviano, he picked up some offers this week. From some heavy hitters in state places like SMU, plus Ole Miss, Oregon, and Oklahoma State. He's already, they, that's just icing on the cake of an already fantastic offer list that includes AM, Oklahoma, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if you, uh, th this, is, uh, this is interesting. So he is the brother of Rice running back Juma Odobiano, an Arlington Martin uh, product. Uh, and this guy was, uh, yeah, now I think Juma Odobiano is great, and I, I think he's awesome at Rice. Uh, this is the next thing there at Arlington Martin. I love this this kid. Mm -hmm. He's awesome, you know. Uh, and out of the gate, in the, at the beginning of last season, he had the duty of matching up 
with Jatavion Sanders in game number one. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, you're put on the field starting your first varsity game and you draw who was, you know, the best offensive weapon and the number one – I mean, it was on the cover of DCTF Rising. Yeah. You get Jatavion <laughs> Sanders to match up with. And he held his own, and from that moment on, uh, he legitimized himself as a top prospect, and he hasn't looked back. Uh, he, he plays on both sides of the ball at Arlington Martin, but his uh, value is going to be on the defensive side of the football at cornerback. And he picked up some good offers this week, but those aren't the only offers. He has all of the major top dogs you know, really coming after him. He's got Texas A&M, Texas, and Oklahoma already have extended offers, and I think he's sitting around – you know, that 20 offer mark maybe right now already. So, I mean, he's going to be one of these guys who everybody knows about and uh, justifiably so. He was the District 8-6-A Defensive Newcomer of the Year, obviously a starter there at the cornerback spot as a sophomore. And you're probably thinking, wait a second, the, the, the running back at, uh, at Rice is Juma Odoviano. This guy is Javian Toviano. Yes, they are brothers. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. They do have different last name, but they are brothers. So keep that in mind. All right. Finally, let's round it all out with our... Recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week. We're going to the Houston area. Talk to talk about Fort Bend Marshall wide receiver Chris Marshall. That's easy to keep track of, <laughs> and, but hard to find on Google. Marshall for Marshall. <laughs> That's true. Um, he has accepted an invitation to play at the uh, 2022 All American Bowl there in San Antonio, uh, and uh, apparently, I get, I don't know if maybe Nick Saban has some sort of like tie into the All American Bowl there in San Antonio, but. The same day that he said, "Hey, I'm going to go play in the All Army or in the uh, All American Bowl there at San Antonio," uh, Alabama offered him. So, and he's already got offers. Uh, he's a four star. Already got offers from Texas A and M, Oregon, USC. Uh, but Chris Marshall now adding to his list of accolades. And he's a legit uh, top prospect. You know, he's the number four wide receiver in the DCTF rankings right now, up there with guys like Evan Stewart, Armani Winfield. And um, who's our number one guy is – oh, Caleb Burton Caleb committed Burton. to Ohio State. Um, and Chris Marshall may have, out of that group, the highest upside. Here is a shocking fact. The tape that you're watching right now on Chris Marshall, this is his first year playing football. Wow. He went for over 1,000 yards uh, and put up major production for one of the teams that's always the most loaded in the state with top, top-tier top prospects and with literally zero experience on the football field. So that's why you're starting to see his meteoric rise uh, in, in recruiting because of his high ceiling. He, you know, at six foot three, 195 pounds, he's one of those field stretchers who left the basketball court to come mm-hmm. to the football field, and you can see those skills as well. And bear in mind, he's got all these offers, and there aren't any verified track times or 40-yard dash times. You can see his – speed and pads but just think if he goes out to one of these camps or even a team camp this summer and busts off a 4-4 uh, then he he's not only going to be heavily offered he's going to shoot up all of the recruiting list and compete with Caleb Burton uh, to be the number one rated wide receiver in the state there there's a word and I don't mean this disrespectfully I mean it actually as a, as a compliment because he's this good already he's a bit raw Right. right, there's still there, it's easy to see him taking that. Ne- there, there are some guys on this list that are obviously super good, but it's like that's what they are. You know, like they've topped out. We know how good they are. Uh, Chris Marshall strikes me as a guy who there's another step for him to take. There's another couple of steps for him to take 
uh, and it has nothing to do with him growing. You know, there's a lot of other guys, especially like when we talk about so, like linebackers, defensive ends, edge rushers, uh, um, I, I would say uh, offensive linemen, etc., that we say, oh, well, he's got a good frame. He could be really good if he grows. Chris Marshall could not grow another inch, not gain another pound, and just play more football and and become one of those top guys who were like, wow, what what a star he ended up being. He's just a very physical presence. You know, in uh, 45 receptions, a thousand over 1,000 yards, 18 touchdowns to earn district offensive MVP honors in his first year to play football. So take note of this guy. Folks, I mean, he's going to be yeah. coming to a field on your college uh, a college football field soon on TV, and you're going to look at him, and you're going to be like, wow, this is the next big thing. That's our next big thing. He's Greg Powers. <laughs> right there. You guys would think that there I set these up every week, but oh. I don't. You, It's all you, man. <laughs> That's not true. We have like a 30-minute meeting beforehand. Like, how are we going to end out? this? What's the ender? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1C. It's fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, appreciate your time, although we're going to see you in a different version here in just a second. So, And we'll do it again next week? Question mark? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, you're here. See yeah. you all then. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Power's been a busy, busy boy. Uh, aside from <laughs> sitting here and talking with us, he also chatted with one of the more underrated running backs in the state of Texas, uh, talking to Amarillo Tascosa, running back Major Everhart. Here is Greg Powers' conversation with Amarillo Tascosa, running back Major Everhart, here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, here with one of the top recruits in the entire state of Texas, Major Everhart. Man, congratulations on the rise here recently. It's been a, a big time for you on the recruiting trail. Uh, most recently, you picked up an offer from Virginia Tech, uh, in the ACC, you know, I know that's a school that's always been on the the radar, man. How did it feel to to get another Power Five offer in your pocket this week? Uh, today, was, I was really pumped up to hear that news from them, and I was really excited. So it was great. Uh, it's a school far from home, man. Um, is it one that you really knew that much about? Did that offer kind of come out of nowhere for you? Uh, it kind of came out of the blue, blue out of nowhere. So yeah, kind of shocked me. Um. Amarillo Tascosa, man, you guys have a, a program there that's known for producing a lot of top prospects. West Texas, man, it's really making a come up right now, especially in your district. Mm -hmm. I know that you got some district games circled on your schedule. I bet you want to get back after Coronado after last year's narrow defeat. Uh, <laughs> just kind of break down what it's like playing out in West Texas and give us a, a, like what the lay of the land is out your way. Uh, down here in West Texas, we, we play really fast and we try to get out of each other and uh, just play really hard and physical. So we give each other the best shot we get. We can give each other and uh, play the game of football. What's it mean for you to be a part of that Rebels program, man? It looks like and it always seems like a team that, that bonds very closely. Um, you guys have to play disciplined style of football, especially on the offensive side of the ball within your offensive scheme. Uh, just kind of talk to me a little bit about what it's like there for you playing for Tascosa? Uh, down here at Tascosa, you know, we're really close to each other, and it's like a family. We're like all a family. We're all a part of each other. 
we all hold each other accountable on the field and off the field, and uh, we just play as a team. You guys always are a, a, a prominent team out there, and and when playoffs come around, you're making waves every year. I know that it was a little bit of an early exit last year, but you guys have a lot of talent coming back. Uh, spring football hasn't started yet, but I know you being a senior leader next year, you probably have your eye on wanting to, to get to that state championship game at AT&T Stadium. What do you guys feel like you need to accomplish this season when spring comes to make that happen in the fall? Uh, we all just need to mold together and, uh, you know, know each other's uh, weaknesses and strengths as a team and make, make each other better every day in the weight room, off the field and on the field. Personally, man, you've been having a great season on the track. 10-4, uh, 100 yes, meter. Man. That was one of your most recent times. You've yeah. been, you, you went out and beat uh, some of the top area football prospects on the track in, in that very first meet. Just kind of tell us a little bit about some of your accomplishments there and how you feel like uh, being a track athlete does help you on the football field. Well, I just I work really hard on the track and I do a lot of workouts, speed workouts, and I feel like track is a big part of what I do on the field as it helps me um, faster than everybody on the field and I just can run and uh, like out outrun everybody on the field and so it's a, it's a big advantage plays a big part in, in the game of football now i know um texas tech was an offer for you um that rolled in you know closer to home what did it mean to you to pick up that offer from texas tech um and that red raiders program kind of got your attention i mean would it interest you to play mm -hmm. in the big 12 close to home definitely that offer it has my attention big time it's you know it's right down the street and feels right at home and I feel like they're really interested in me and they show me a lot of a lot of love so they're definitely uh play a big part in my recruiting during the pandemic it's tough to get out to to see some of these schools for visits uh, but that school's closer to home have you had a chance to check out the the campus there see what the culture's about yes sir I, they've done some uh virtual tours with me a, a whole bunch of those and so I've got to see and feel the vibe at Texas Tech and see what they're all about that was going to be my next question, man. Kind of break down the virtual tour thing. What's that like? I mean, how, how do they really show you, you know, any colleges that offer you probably want to make sure they get you on the phone and uh -huh. give you a look at what their program may be like because you really can't go out and take visits now. Walk us through, like, what a typical virtual visit may entail. Uh, they'll take you through, like, the housing apartments, and they'll take you through, uh, you'll see the facility the training room that where they lift weights and you'll see where they go and eat their lunch and meals throughout the day and you'll get to see all of that and then they'll show you uh kind of like uh what do you if you want like bit or like major and they'll show you a business uh a plan they have for you down there at the school and all that and so it's kind of a great great thing to see experience and you can see the inside and out of that school or whatever do you feel like it kind of makes the decision-making process a little bit tougher at times because you can't set your feet on campus right now? And, and are you hopeful that you do get that opportunity before, you know, before it's time for you to sign your name on the dotted line? Yeah, I, th I think it makes it a little tougher. You know, you don't get to actually be, be there, which would help, help, definitely help the recruiting process. I feel like if I was actually step on foot of the campus, but. 
got some offers on the table, man, but I know there's a lot of other colleges showing you attention. Do you have a list of schools right now that you feel like could be close? And, it, and if they did offer you that you would like to consider? Uh, definitely TCU, Baylor, and there's some others I can't really think of right now, but definitely. So um, continue. Break down those biggest strengths, man. What would a school be getting in Major Everhart whenever you do get on campus? What What should the fans at that program be excited about when you do come? Speed. Speed kills. You heard it from the man himself, one of the fastest men in the entire state of Texas, and bringing some pride to not only Amarillo, Tascosa, but the entire West Texas region. One of the top running backs in the nation, Major Everhart, man. Thanks for the time today. and Congratulations on all the attention that's coming your way. Yes, sir. Thank you. There is Major Everhart running back there at Amarillo Tascosa, a name to know up there in the panhandle, uh, one of the rising stars uh, in the Texas high school football world. So, uh, and clearly very fast. <laughs> yes. Quite, that's, quite that's a quick impressive. dude. Quite a quick dude. You think you could do that? Ever or now? I'm assuming the answer to both is no. The answer to both is the same, which is no. <laughs> so, I don't know why I, I specified. Know. I don't know why you need to specify what I, I know for a to. fact. It's no, no either yeah, way. Yeah, the answer is no. So anyway, we appreciate Amarillo Tesco's running back, Major Everhart, for being our guest. Uh, that is going to do for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texfootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers and Major Everhart for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Tomorrow on Texas Football Today, a very special episode. Yes. Uh, Hot Take Tuesday with Will Wilkerson, as well as a look back one year ago at the beginning of this dumb pandemic. The pandy. <laughs> we'll take a look back. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.